On this episode, I give you a bit of insights into the new format for Arv's Notes and then start to talk about the iterative process that both this podcast and my business has taken. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of Arv's Notes. Uh, So firstly, right off the bat, uh, apologies. I missed out on publishing episodes all of last week and um, a bit of a time mismanagement on my part, Uh, but obviously for good reasons, uh, business is definitely picking up. And so I was in Sydney for a client. Um, I was actually looking to try and get uh, an episode filmed on the road, but um, didn't quite get around to it with a few of the other business stuff that I actually needed to get done in conjunction with the client work. So um, I think into the future, I'll try and manage that one a bit better and find a way in order to film these episodes, uh, even when I'm on the road uh, delivering for my customers. Um, and second, this is actually a great point to start to reflect. Um, over the past couple of weeks, you know, we've been on this new format of trying to leverage smart cities. And what I've started to realize and uh, what a few people have made comment to is that by going down this path of a smart city, I've started to delve so much into the technology, start to go really, really niche. And um, for some of you out there that are watching this because or listening to this on the podcast, because you're interested in my journey of how I'm building Attica from the ground up, um, what's really happening day to day, what insights can you take from uh, my journey and my experiences um, and kind of share that journey with me. Uh, will not be getting value from me talking about blockchain and healthcare and education. And so, um, and then on the flip side, if you're a technologist who's really into this podcast because you want to actually understand, you know, how technology is going to affect your small, medium enterprise, how it's going to affect your not-for-profit, you know, you know, listening to that startup journey uh, isn't necessarily what you want to listen to. And so I realized that while, I still feel that that's definitely the goal for this podcast and vlog series. It's probably not the best format um, in order to ensure that everybody listening um, gets value from what they listen to. You know, I had this discussion with my wife and I bounced a few ideas off and we kind of landed on this one. And that is, we're going to split this into two distinct parts, one for each of the days that I publish these episodes. So today we publish on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we're going to continue with that. You know, if you're on my LinkedIn, uh, you probably see some of that micro content, you know, key tidbits, key pieces of information from this series uh, that I will get transcribed and put onto that platform for easier listening, easier watching. Uh, But if you are listening to this podcast, watching on YouTube, Um, we're going to break this up into two distinct days. So on Tuesdays will be where I go into uh, the journey of Attica. You know, what's happened in the previous week? What have I learned? What have I experienced? What have I come up against? And that's really to highlight some of the challenges that every single founder entrepreneur will face on a day-to-day basis, um, as well as give you kind of the insights around successes, failures, all of that jazz. I think it'll be interesting looking back at this series, you know, in a couple of years to see kind of what was happening in the early days, how slow or how fast it actually was, uh, and comparing that to two years down the line um, to see exactly where this company goes to. So 
If you're interested in the journey of Attica, what I do on a day-to-day basis, kind of get a recap of what's happened through the week, uh, definitely look out on Tuesdays for that episode. Not too sure whether I'll call it a, a different show name, but you know that will that will come out pretty soon. And the second one on Thursdays, I really wanted to tie this into as well the kind of work that I do, but really contextualize how I deliver technology innovation and value to my customers and kind of give that to you guys free of charge, kind of give that all away um, in an effort to really live up to the purpose of what Attica really stands for. And so on Thursdays, it will be all about how do you leverage technology in a small medium enterprise and not-for-profit. What I've been going through in the last couple of weeks have been large pieces of technology. These have been, you know, huge ones predominantly blockchain at the moment. I was about to go into advanced AI tools, advanced VR and augmented reality. But when I look at what I'm trying to achieve with Attica, what I personally want to achieve in industry, you know, it's not really living up to that. It's really talking to my enterprise business background and where I usually default to. But I know that if you are a small medium enterprise leader or you are a not-for-profit executive, These aren't necessarily the topics that you actually need to listen or need to hear right now and that there are a lot of other challenges you face on a day-to-day basis that could be solved by a technology. And so on Thursdays, I will be going through various elements in this process to help every single one of uh, the SME and not-for-profit audience understand what technology actually is how we can start to create meaningful impact in both in, in three kind of time frames, short, medium, and long term, so that you can start to be a bit more comfortable with understanding what technology is, what IT is, and how you can start to plan, you know, three to five years out um, in such an unstable and unpredictable uh, market. And so that's what we're going to be diving into on Thursdays. And again, that'll probably have a different show title, but um, that'll obviously come out down the track. So today's episode was really just to launch this new series. It was to give you all a level of uh, understanding and set the expectations of what you can now expect moving forward. But one of the key insights that I got out of this was, you know, we're up to episode 23 now. Um, This will be video number 40, number 50, sorry, on the YouTube channel. Um, And what I envision this to be starting out is nothing like what it is now moving forward. And I think that's a key lesson that I've learned uh, through starting Attica is that you come into everything with the best intentions. You come into everything thinking that the idea you have at that point in time uh, is the idea. But what I've quickly realized is that by executing against that, by trying it out, by testing, by um, asking for people's feedback, I've quickly realized that um, it probably wasn't the right direction. It wasn't um, going to deliver value to an end customer, to an end viewer or listener. Uh, And so I've pivoted. This show has already gone through about two or three pivots. And that's only 23 episodes in. We're saying, I think I started this some point in September. Uh, we are now in the first week of December, and I've already had to change the show a few times. 
know, when I look at Attica and I look at my website, you know, that's now gone through another change. We've now migrated that onto WordPress. Um, and I'll go into an episode on that as well because there's a whole bunch of tools and stuff like that that I think is incredibly important for any founder entrepreneur to understand. So um, I'll go into that in an episode or two's time. But, you know, when I look at that, that's like website number four or five in the space of three to four months. Um, when I look at how I built out this product and even some of the learnings that I'm taking um, from delivering for, to my current customer, there are a lot of things that I assumed um, going into this that I built into the business cases that were the foundation for my financial models, uh, which were actually completely incorrect, completely wrong. And so there are even things from a service perspective that Attica delivers to our customers that I actually now need to start to think about changing um, given the now the new experiences that I've brought in. And this is so critical. You know, so many of us uh, in this space will always try to get things as perfect as possible and it's impossible to do. And the challenge that we'll all face is if we all continue down this path of perfection, we'll never actually get anything out there. We'll never get the data, the insights, the feedback, whatever it may be for you to understand that you are either right or wrong to then make an informed decision at that point in time as to what you should do. Before starting Attica, I always strive to get things to 80% to launch. Um, and that's because when you hear the stories from previous entrepreneurs, they're always telling you this thing. They're always saying you need to launch something. You need to you know, get something out into the market, test, experiment, change, uh, and have that iterative journey uh, with everything that you do because you'll never get anything 100%. And so I, in my mind, was always saying, okay, let's get it to 80% launch and then, and then think about it. But even then, going into my journey with that mentality, I was still get, trying to make things too perfect uh, before I launched it. And so I was wasting a lot of time. I'm seeing it now with a couple of the act marketing activities that I'm doing. I'm thinking about it way too much, not just trying and testing and reiterating. And so even... For any of you that are only just starting out in this journey or thinking about maybe in a couple of years time, you want to go down this path of entrepreneurship, maybe start your own consultancy. If you've come out of being able to deliver in a back-end role or a sales role and you've used to being able to focus on something so much and trying to get it to perfection, even understanding that you need to launch straight away, you are probably underestimating uh, that statement way too much, just like I did. Now, I've completely underestimated that whole launch to market, gain the results, don't believe in, or don't worry about perfection when you're first starting out. Because even the standard that I set for that 80% was way too high. And that I was wasting time. Now, in my case, because it's still a very young business, you know, wasting time is I'm wasting a week. But a week when you're first starting out a business and you're struggling with cash flows is incredibly, an incredibly long period of time to not have activity happening in the market. You know, and so all I can say as a piece of advice, as a key takeaway for me on this is that when you launch and when you go out to do something, Whatever your expectations are, whatever your benchmarks are as to what your version of 
getting 80% there and launching, it's already probably too high. And start thinking about launching something, even if it is rough, even if it is just a test, launching it, gaining some kind of feedback on the concept, getting some kind of feedback on whatever creative work you're doing on a website, on an ad piece, um, and just getting people to, tr to respond to that and to give you feedback. And you're not going to get that from an end customer straight away. You're going to get that from your close friends, family, colleagues um, that are going to give you time of day, that are going to take the effort to actually look at the stuff that you're doing. That's where you're going to have to start with. You know, we have to also then be completely unemotional about the feedback that we get back. Because we have come into this with our perspective as to what we want to solve. And everybody's different. And so you're going to get a raft of different um, pieces of feedback. And for me, that came from marketers. It came from scientists. It came from accountants. It came from salespeople, uh, engineers. Each one of them very, very different in the feedback they give. And surprisingly, each one of them is incredibly passionate. And it's so easy to take everything that they say um, personally and emotionally, but you have to be unemotional about it. You need to take that advice on and then understand what you do with it. There's actually a great principle that I picked up when I was um, going through some formal education uh, in my enterprise corporate career. And that was, and I think it was based off a Buddhist principle, but I've carried this one through with me now into this entrepreneurship journey and it's held me in good stead. And that was everything that you receive is a gift. So thank that person for what they've given you. Now, when I say that, it, that gift could be advice, could be feedback, it could be an actual product or service. Everything that they, anyone gives you is a gift. It is then up to you to choose what you do with that gift after that fact. So what this really brought home to me was always thank other people for what they do for you and accept it openly. You know, they've taken the time to either give you that advice, feedback, to offer that service. They're doing what is good by them and they're giving you something. And so always, you always need to thank them for that because they've hopefully it's come from a, uh, from a good place. Now, after that, whether you use it or not, that is up to you but at least you've got another data point. You've got another perspective. Uh, you've got a bit more help. It's up to you to decide then, is it in the best interest for you to leverage that? And so when you go out there, be unemotional, thank and accept everything that you receive uh, and then choose to do with it uh, what you want behind the scenes. So yes, I, I think I went on a bit of a tangent there um, about, you know, this iterative process, you know, how this podcast is changing and kind of how that's permeated through my career thus far. Um, and I think I'll leave it at that. I know we're at about 15 minutes now uh, on the episode. So hopefully this new format will resonate with so many of you. Hopefully it is something that um, works for you. And if, if not, definitely reach out to me. I know quite a few of you have, and I really, really do appreciate uh, all the effort that so many of you are giving uh, me in terms of feedback, in terms of advice. And so please, um, I will 100% uh, welcome any feedback to this uh, new format. Uh, we'll probably run it for another couple of weeks and then we'll see how it lands at that point. 
So, as always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast, watch this YouTube series, and as always, I can't wait to see you guys next time.